0: To the scene that we've just, uh, just had read to us from Mark chapter 10. So there is this crowd of people. They are probably not in a town or a village because already by now Jesus has become so popular that he couldn't even go into towns and villages, it says, because he was overwhelmed by people. So he stayed outside. And here he is, somewhere outside a town and a village, and there's a crowd around him—a lot, probably uh, a good number of people. Some people have come to hear him speak because they've heard about his teaching. Other people have come to be healed, or they've brought somebody with them to be healed, because amazing things were happening. And then we've got two other groups of people in this in this scene. The first is we've got a group of parents, moms and dads, um, bringing children, the t- different words used in different Gospels, so it could either be babies or it could be toddlers or maybe slightly older than that. But these parents are bringing their children to Jesus to be blessed. And that's one of the reasons why we have dedication services from looking at passages like this they wanted it was not unusual for rabbis then to bless babies but these parents although jesus wasn't if you like one of the religious group he's not one of the religious leaders as such obviously these parents recognized something in jesus that caused them to want to bring their children to him for a blessing And that's obviously was a a good thing to do. And then of course, the other group is the disciples. As you know, Jesus had 12 disciples that we know of specifically, but there were probably others as well. These 12 close followers of Jesus, we know some of them, don't we? We know some of them were fishermen. Uh, We know one was a tax collector working on behalf of the Roman government, and the others we know very little about. But these disciples had had decided to follow Jesus, and they went with him wherever he went. And so they were constantly around him. And then we read, don't we, that when these parents brought the children to Jesus, the, 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 the disciples acted like minders, didn't they? They said, hold on, no, 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 no. Not today, folks. Jesus is far too busy to, uh, to see your children. Or Jesus is far too tired to spend time with you and your children. Or maybe they themselves just couldn't be bothered. have the children around. In that sort of culture, children, I mean, they had large families, of course, but children were not that important. It was only when you became an adult that you really took your place in society. So what the disciples were doing was probably not that unusual. Children, as we used to say in Victorian times, children to be seen and not heard. And so they say, back off. Back off, Jesus can't see you. And it says when Jesus saw what was happening, in my version here, it says he was angry with the disciples. Angry. He uh, he was not happy at all about what they were doing. So what they, while they were doing, might have been quite normal in that culture. That was not the way Jesus acted. In fact they should have known that because in the previous chapter in mark jesus had been uh, at somebody's house uh, and uh, the disciples were with him and while they were there it says that jesus picked up a child picked up a small child and then he in front of the disciples he said whoever welcomes a child like this welcomes me Whoever welcomes a child like this welcomes me. So they should have understood already that Jesus, to to Jesus, children mattered. And the truth is, of course, that everyone matters to Jesus. We've had various slogans, haven't we, over the last couple of years about people mattering. But the reality is, to Jesus, everyone mattered, whether they were little children, Whether they were people on the fringes of society that other people thought didn't matter, whether they were crooks, tax collectors, prostitutes, all of these people mattered to Jesus. And we can see that by the way he spent time with them and reacted to them. Everyone mattered. And the truth is, the truth is that still everyone matters. To Jesus. We quickly judge people and we put people into categories, in a sense, just like the disciples did with those little children. But everyone matters to Jesus. Wherever they come from, whatever their background, whatever their religion, they matter. And that's a wonderful thing that we need to constantly be reminded about. So he says to his disciples, he says, uh, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. So he puts them down a a notch or two. And then he says, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. It's a strange thing to say, isn't it? The The kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. The kingdom of God, of course, is is where God is king, where Jesus is king. And where Jesus is king is a wonderful place. Because where Jesus is king, there is truth, there is justice, there is peace, there is goodness. And we know in one sense that that world will not exist until not this life, not this age. the age to come and jesus is saying but the kingdom of god that place that world belongs to children like this the disciples i think would have found that very hard to understand and then he says something else he expands on it doesn't he he says i tell you the truth anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of god like a child will never enter it Jesus says, I tell you the truth. I guess, therefore, this morning, that if you forget everything else that's happened, I hope you won't forget the dedication. I'm sure you won't. But if you forget everything else that's said or we've sung, then you should not forget this. Because when Jesus says he speaks the truth, it is the absolute truth. And what is the truth that Jesus has spoken? The truth that he speaks is this. Anyone who does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter us. If we do not receive the kingdom of God like a child, we can never enter into God's kingdom we can never be part in a sense or enter into god's world i'm sure the disciples were shocked at that that's not what they expected him to say so what does he mean when jesus says we need to become like children we need to be child like well we can i think we can tell from lots of other things that jesus taught and that we can read in the gospels So what are children like? Well, one of the things that children are like is that they are straightforward. I'm talking about little children now. Obviously, as they get bigger, these things change. But little children are very simple, in a sense. I don't mean simple in their understanding, but they're straightforward. They're open. They're transparent. They let you know what they think. They don't go around beating around the bush, you know, or say things subtly or whatever else. If they don't like it, they say no. I mean, Kim was, she's gone out now. We were looking after the grandchildren last week and I came back to, to find Kim in a bit of a state. And I said, what's the matter? And she said, the trouble is she won't do what I want her to do. She just says no. And Kim had tried, you know, persuasion and bribery and all sorts of things trying to distract her. Four year old, this is, and she just said, No, that's it. Children are very straightforward, and I'm sure they know that for Lacey as well. If they're not very happy, they certainly let you know. As we become adults, though, we get cleverer, we get wiser in a sense. We realize that people can only see the exterior, they can't see what's going on inside. And so we start, we learn to pretend, yeah? we learn to put on masks, you see, you only see this. So you, when, I, and when I speak to you, you hear my words, but you don't actually know what I'm thinking. So I can say, it's lovely to see you, by the way, it is lovely to see you. I can say, it's lovely to see you, but actually I'm thinking, oh, what a pain. I wish I didn't have to bother with this person. Yeah. We we pretend. It's what the Bible calls hypocrisy. It literally means wearing a mask. But Jesus could see the whole whole person, which is why it was so uncomfortable at times being around Jesus, because he could see what people were thinking. He knew what they were really like. Never mind what picture they presented. There is nothing hidden with God. And so if we're going to become childlike we need to be to recognize that God sees us as we are. God sees us as we are, not what we would how we would always like to appear. We need to stop pretending. Because the truth is, I think this is true for all of us. Not one of us lives up to our own standards never mind living up to god's i certainly don't live up to my own standards i think i'm going to try and do this and very quickly i find that i can't or i don't or my mind changes we can stop pretending because god loves us he knows what we're like we need to be honest about what we're like We need to be open and transparent, like little children. The other thing about little children is their humility. Children, little children, are totally dependent on their parents, aren't they? There's nothing, when they're very small, when they're babies, they can't do anything. As they get a bit bigger, they start to do some things, but they're still very dependent upon us. So when when we were babysitting last week, I took the six-year-old... So the shops we had to get something and i'm not used to shopping with a six-year-old um so i got in mind what i wanted to get what we needed to get etc and um, and you're walking down the aisles and of course i suddenly realized i mean you, you as parents know this i realized then why why they place things in certain places so as we go down the aisle with the sweets in i realized that the sweets are just at the right height for her to see. And so I'm walking down the aisle and I notice that she stopped. And she stops and she looks at the sweets. And then she looks at me and she looks at the sweets and she looks at me. And, and she realizes, of course, she is dependent upon me if she wants those sweets. She can't get, get them herself. She hasn't got any money. She probably doesn't even know how to. But and so I said to her, I said, with those lovely big brown eyes, I said, so you'd like some of those, would you? And she said. Oh. <laughs> and so being a granddad, of course, you're allowed to spoil them, aren't you? And I, we bought the sweets. She was dependent. If she wanted the sweets, she was dependent upon me. She couldn't sort it herself. And the truth is, we are totally dependent upon God. We think we're not. We think we can do it ourselves. We think we can make it. We think it will all be okay. But the reality is, we are dependent upon God. He's the one who made us. And we're dependent upon him in this life, but we're absolutely dependent upon him for the life to come. And Jesus says, if we want to enter the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, we need to become like a child. We need to become dependent upon him. Do you know, there's huge numbers of people in this world. Huge numbers of people in this world. From all religions, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, Christian, Who are trying to please God, because they think that by pleasing God, and we all think this at times, we think that by pleasing God, somehow we will earn His favor. And the reality is, is that we cannot. We cannot get our way into heaven by the good things that we do. But Jesus, just like to those parents, says, you can come. You can come but it's not by your own efforts like little children we need to be open and transparent we need to be humble recognize our dependency and the last thing is little children trust they trust their parents of course when they're small they think parents can do everything and anything for them i guess you may have done this with your children so when ours were young a long, long time ago. Um, They used to love jumping down the stairs, yeah? And so, they go on to step three, and and they'd say, Dad, catch me! And I'd catch them. Step four, step five, step six, step seven, and of course now the older one's about nine or something, eight or nine, and, and, and they would say, Dad, you can catch me. And they would jump, and I would catch them. In the end, of course, Kim had to say, that's it, no more. You're now, you're now a big lad, and jumping from the 10th step or whatever else, I'm worried that you're going to squash your dad. <laughs> Never mind, Kim, catch you. But they would jump because they trusted me. So when I said I would catch them, they believed it. Children trust, they believe what their parents say. And Jesus says, we have to become childlike because the truth is just like children. We have to believe that what he says is true and we have to trust him. Immediately after the story in Mark, if you'd gone on reading in Mark's gospel, Jesus meets a young man, or rather a young man comes to Jesus This man would have been an ideal husband, an ideal son-in-law for Mrs. Bennet in Pride and Prejudice, because he was, not only was he young, doesn't tell us what he looked like by the way, not only was he young, but he was rich, and he was a ruler. And he was also, we find out, a good man. And he comes to Jesus, and he asks Jesus one question, and he says, Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Great question. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, keep the commandments. He says, I've kept them all. And then Jesus said, there's just one thing you've got to do. And you can imagine the man's face brightening. I've only got one thing to do. Yeah, Jesus says, sell all your, sell all your stuff, give away all your money and come and follow me. And we read what? what? We read that the man went away sad. Because the truth was, He didn't believe the words that Jesus was saying and he wasn't willing to trust him. He'd rather trust in his riches. If we want to enter the kingdom of God, Jesus says, you need to become like a child. You know, to become open and transparent. You need to recognize that he knows all about us while that He also loves us. We need to come in a sense and be humble and be willing to recognize that we need forgiveness for the way way that we are and for the the people that we are and for things that we've said and done and all the rest of it. We need to trust Him. We need to trust that when He says, I am the way, the truth and the life, no one comes to the Father but through Me, that, that is true. The door to the kingdom of God is open wide. Everyone, everyone is welcome. God would want everyone to walk through that door. But unless we come like a child, we can never do it. And then we read finally that Jesus took the children in his arms, and he placed his hands on their heads, and he blessed them. What a wonderful thing for those children. I wonder, if, when those children grew up, I wonder how many of them knew that they'd been blessed by Jesus. I wonder how many of those children would come to know who Jesus was. That he was the Messiah, the Son of God. I wonder how many of those children would come to know him for themselves and to follow him. It's been good to have Lacey's dedication today, and we do pray that she will know God's blessing. And indeed all the children here, not just Lacey, but all of them will know God's blessing in their lives. The truth is God wants to bless us all children and adults but if we want to know his blessing then we need as jesus says when he says i tell you the truth unless you become as a child you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven let's just pray